Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. St. Paul, the fan. Back to the Friday football feast momentarily. But if you were listening to the Power Trip Morning Show, you heard about a big release coming up on Monday at 10 a.m. You also heard that Meat Sauce Paul Lambert can't effectively read emails. And he nearly screwed the entire thing up. But I'm talking about our buddies at Unreal. This is their third year doing a collaboration with the Minnesota Vikings. And they have a brand new hoodie that drops Monday at 10 a.m. You know these things sell out so damn quickly. So get on it when you can, while you can. Monday morning, 10 a.m. It is absolutely gorgeous. And I can't wait wait to actually wear it on Monday when I'm supposed to, unlike Saucy. But get to unreal.co, that is U-N-R-L dot C-O, and make sure to be there Monday at 10 for the big release. Never missing a beat, yeah. Boy, was it neat, yeah. Not just me, but she was coming neat, neat, when she did the beat with me. Never missing a beat, yeah. Got to be careful with Johnny Peck. Uh, here comes the FVP Batteries Marathon segment, courtesy of FVPparts.com. FVP Batteries, thank you very much for a marathon-related uh, sponsorship, 9 to noon, and a charging the Friday football feast from Buffalo Wild Wings, Elk River. Nordo produces uh, back at FM 100.3 KFAN. Man to my left is J-Dub, Jared Wells. To the right, Paul Charchian. Street team's over there doing its thing. And uh, Tractor Talk. Max, don't forget to leave those at the free iHeartRadio app. Today is the final day that uh, we are giving away Monday night football tickets. Got a couple of them for the Vikings and the Chicago Bears November 27th. So um, let me um, let, let me hit a fantasy feast question quickly. Sure. Uh, because I like uh, in, in the Tolstoy you put together, uh, Paul Charchi and GuillotineLeagues.com, uh, I like the who is Josh Jobs part and, and the the air the the air, aviation or aeronaut what was it? He's an aerospace engineer. Yeah, well that's which, it. You know, a brain surgery not available in college. Yeah, exactly, right? You're, so you're you're a kid hey. growing up and you know half of the class wants to be a football player when they grow yeah. up. Half the class wants to be an astronaut when they play up and mm-hmm. grow up. He's both. I mean, you know, that's like you know, it's a wow. one in a million to be either right. one. And, you know, here we are with Josh Dobbs as yeah. an aerospace engineer who wow. interned at NASA. Okay, Come now, on. now um, uh, fantasy from a feast fantasy standpoint. Yeah. Um, now, it, it hasn't been in the, the Vikings running game, an embarrassment of riches this year. Uh, they, hey, Buffalo Wild Wings. Hey, against the Green Bay Packers, the, Minnesota's, uh, the Minnesota Vikings got their first rushing touchdown of the season. Hey, hey. All right, so, hey, we have a super special one, and um, 
The Falcons have uh, allowed one rushing touchdown all year, uh, which is the fewest in the National Football League. Yep. So as the feast fantasy portion of the equation would go, uh, bench the Minnesota Vikings running game is what you are encouraging? I am. Uh, okay. Because of the split, you know, they split time, and yeah. they were basically alternated right. series. I'm going to hit you game. with something. Yeah. The quarterback on the boot inside the 10. Oh, uh, it's a new thing. Uh -huh. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying it's a new thing, or am I? But I'm. I, <laughs> okay, I don't know. Well, the, saying right the now, the quarterback on the bootleg yep. with the leg mm -hmm. inside the red zone, the Could 20 work. inside the 10. Yeah, you know, but then that would require. In a, in a guillotine league where if you, if, you, if you have a lot of chances taken like that and they don't work out, you start Jaron Hall because Paul said he's going to boot for a touchdown inside the tent. You, I mean, you, you could be headless by, seriously, 345 in the afternoon. You know what I mean? Yes. That would be a very high so, risk. So move. just bet. So, eight, I mean, plus Acres and Madison, you can't figure out who's going to get what, when, and why. Yes. And then now Ty Chandler, your guy's out on the edge using that 4-3. So, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, can we just give Ty Chandler a few more carries? I mean, I know this is like every week I say it, Paul, but you know, just given what we're getting out of Acres and Madison, mm -hmm. can we just you know can we just manufacture five touches a game for Ty Chandler and just see if something we don't get a spark we're not getting right now? Mm -hmm. Now you're obsessed with that. I am. Holy cow! I know. I know. I, I know. I need to let it go. Well, no, but, but I, it's I, nice as a mixer. So uh, again, it's a uh, it's it's a copycat league. All right. And, and that, that's overly cliched, but it's fact. And that's why something started happening with the West Coast offense and then the power running and vertical passing meshed into the West Coast. And now you got hybrid offenses. And somebody told me many months ago, this Vikings defense, how would you describe it? It's a 3-4 uh, it's, it's a, a hybrid with floaters. Like, what the, that, sounds, well, that sounds like a stakes race at Thistledown in Cleveland. What the hell is this? <laughs> Two nuns and a goat got off a train in Cleveland. And, um, okay, so just things are different. Now, it's, I, don't, I don't have confirmation the Vikings do this, but the, the, you know, there, there is, with, with the way the 49ers run the ball, while yeah. the Rams kind of run the ball like the 49ers, and the Vikings kind of have the wide zone and some 49er-esque things that they do with their running game, just from a schematic standpoint. Right. But week, uh, I mean, last year when when the Vikings were thrashed on Monday Night Football by the Eagles, you had Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell, and Boston Scott. Yeah. And I left that game. The number one thing that that resonated with me is the and and the quarterback runs. So you're going to have fresh legs in the fourth quarters of key games, mm. and with these with these runners yeah. because of the way they they split it up. And uh, the way they carve it up with those four, all right, well, now, I mean, we kind of low-key have four. <laughs> where, okay, Alex can run, Cam can run, Ty can run. And now Jared, the quarterback. Well, the quarterback can run. Ah. Well, now all of a sudden you have deceptive, de <laughs> deception, <laughs> deception, and I mean, the lady over there is looking at me like, is this story ever going to have a point? <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> it's you have deception and unpredictability on your side, so take advantage of it. Damn it! Well, I, that would be great. And by the way, Josh Dobbs will bring you if it, if it goes to Josh Dobbs right. after Hall. Yeah. He brings you a lot of mobility at the quarterback position as well. Well, interesting uh, that you would bring that up because a dear friend of mine, who's the identity of fantasy football, not only in the Upper Midwest but the universe. I mean, he's MTV, BET, and SCTV. <laughs> he's uh, he's Paul Charchian from GuillotineLeagues.com. 
Uh, Josh Dobbs, the who, what, where, when, and why. Go on and take it away. Yeah, let's learn a little bit about Josh Dobbs because his story is pretty darn interesting. Um, he, we mentioned already, interned at NASA, aerospace engineer, super smart guy, went to uh, Pitt, I believe, for college, uh, selected in the fourth round by the Steelers, 2017. Uh-huh. Uh, he's been a journeyman, although Pittsburgh brought, had him for at the start of his career, went some other place, brought him back, which he, is usually a good sign. He was with Cleveland at one point. He was. He had like half a season with Cleveland. Oh, and, on the practice squad. Uh, probably yeah. didn't get a start right. there, but uh, Stefanski, I think, was there then. Yeah, 100%. Um, he is, he's 1-9 as a starter, but in fairness, eight of those starts with this bad Arizona team that nobody expected to win games, and his yeah. one win was a legitimate signature win. Dallas? He beat Dallas. Yeah. You know, and Dallas was undefeated at the time, and it just hammered like three straight opponents, and then he engineered the big, big upset. And aside... It, you're right about Arizona. Nobody counted on anything. There were, you know, there were um, uh, there were rumors or, or uh, people purporting into the season. Ah, you know, this team's just kind of it's kind of tank and set it up and get you know for a quarterback, get rid of yeah. Kyler, stuff like that. Well, um, I, I've been you know low key from afar impressed at how close Arizona has Agreed. managed to keep games. Yep. And secondly, when a team pushes that button as like an 8 to 15 point favorite against AZ and they open up 10, 11, 12, 13, you know, they're laissez-faire. They're like, okay, that's it. The squad sucks. But they come Here back they come. fast yeah. and they score fast. Mm -hmm. And to get back in it and just like give you something to think about. So I think, uh, I think from afar, Jonathan Gann is doing a decent job. I think, yeah, I think he's done a better job than most expected. Yeah. And, you know, for Dobbs, so he gets demoted to third string. But really... It wasn't so much based on his play. Mm -hmm. It was the fact that Kyler Murray was coming back. They're showcasing Kyler Murray for the rest of this season because they want to get out of that deal. Yeah. So they want their their hope organizationally wow. is Kyler plays well enough that we can get some team to bite on, yeah. on getting us off the hook yeah. on his quarter billion dollar contract. Wow. And and it's interesting you said that because with the with the quarterbacks set to come out in the draft, and I'm not hearing as much about as many of them as I did a few months ago. It's like where God, it's 2020, greatest wide receiver draft ever, and then you're going to be able to get the Darnell Mooney of quarterbacks in the fifth round ever. Yeah. Well, I'm not hearing like the depth of it anymore, but 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 you know, it's what we read, what we know, what we hear. Um, that there's a handful or more who will start, and there are a few in here who who people think are going to do incredibly well. Yeah. Well, it's for the team that's that's picking in the weird spot and doesn't want to give up every single thing to get up there and get the North Carolina kid or Caleb right. Williams or Bo Nix or No Bix, whatever his name is. <laughs> the the if somebody bites on the Kyler piece, now the money comes with it, which is a problem. Yes. I mean that do you think that that would remedy a problem? You know, if somebody like like here it we've been waiting for Kyler all of our lives. We know he's coming off an injury, looked pretty good last year. Yeah. Still running four, three, four, four to run pass options, a thing with him. Would would you with the contract, the player and the person off an injury, would you trade for him? Absolutely not. Yeah, I want nothing to do. Nothing with to do with Kyler Murray. <laughs> but they're going to showcase him and try to find somebody who bites, right? Because they're going to be Arizona's going to pick at the very top of the draft, first five picks. I believe they're going to go quarterback yeah. with that pick, yeah. regardless of whether Kyler Murray's on the roster or yep. not. I think internally they don't trust him unless Kyler shocks us. Hey. He's this second half of the season here. I, I I think management for the Arizona Cardinals 
is looking at what's happening with the Las Vegas Raiders and saying, <laughs> guys, let's not forget this. Mark Davis is going pear-shaped. So there are things wrong there. They're apoplectic. Let's go after them right, right after now. the season yeah. and see if they want Kyler. That's right. Uh, and if it, and the, the target for Kyler is probably not a team that's going to be in the top ten picks of the draft. Yeah. Did your point? It's some team that's in the, the bottom third of the draft but still needs a quarterback and, has and money. can't afford to move all the way up and a little cap space to yeah. get Kyler. Yeah. So it, it'll be tricky. You know, they had to clean out the entire front office in, in Arizona over the last yeah. 18 months. The kind bit. The kind bit yeah. turned out to be really rancid. You know, a lot of accusations of various sorts and even illegal stuff and, you know, all kinds of things. So, mm -hmm. you know, they've, they've got a whole new front office that I think does not want Kyler Murray. And so Josh Dobbs really didn't play so badly that he should have been demoted down to third string. It's just this team has got a whole different orientation, and Josh Dobbs was keeping them competitive. They're not really interested in competitive football. They're interested in shopping Kyler Murray. Yeah. And then also finding out if this Clayton, Clayton June, yeah. the kid looked pretty good in the preseason. They might want to give him some reps and see if he's a possible solution going forward as well. And and it, the quest for, it's I would believe, the Quasi quest or also the quest period for copycat league quarterback model, yeah. everybody wants Jalen Hurts. So everybody wants the passing quarterback with the thick upper body mm -hmm. and the thick legs, and so therefore you've minimized injury risk when he runs because he's just bigger and stronger and, and where like Kyler's more slight of frame. For sure. And he can throw. Um, you know, so, so everybody wants that. Dobbs and Hall, they're in the same fishbowl. As, as like a Hertz. I mean, they're obviously under different rocks. You know, might be some guppies swimming around right. there, and Jalen's a shark, but they're both passing quarterbacks who run. Now, when I when I watch, and, and I need to watch more because the, the Dobbs game against the Ravens probably is not the greatest thing in the history of the world to watch. Well, Ravens are really good. When you're just learning about somebody. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's within his first three or four plays, they did the run-pass option. And he, and he sprinted out to... Yeah. I mean, he's fast. Yep. He sprinted out to the right, made a guy miss, and got himself 6'8", nah, whatever. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. I don't think we've run the RPO here in 18 years. But, <laughs> but I mean, maybe, maybe they got a day to put it in, <laughs> in or something, you know? Yes, he's uh, Dobbs is mobile. He's top 26 rushing yards in seven of his 10 career starts. Yeah. And you should use that as an advantage. He doesn't have that thick build that we like in, in Josh Allen or, or Jalen Hurts, but yeah. you know, still, you know, more of a wiry guy, but he's got he's got that as a as a as a tool yeah. in his tool kit or whatever. Let's use it. Right. Um I'm not, you know, I'm not worried about him getting hurt. I think there's way I think that I think it's a bit of a fallacy to think that quarterbacks are in way more danger of getting tackled on a running play than they are getting blindsided in, you know, yeah. blindsided in the pocket. Yeah, but so. but see, like Kyler Murray, I remember a few years ago, is he was, so so he he was running more than ever, and in like week 8, 9, or 10, he took a hit that like made him limited or missing practice, but he was playing. Yeah. But he just, he stopped running as much as he was running uh, simply because of that hit, but he's slighter of frame, you know, than, than Jalen's thicker than him. And I mean, Lamar Jackson, it's like if Lamar could get up to 67, 68% completions and, and he could be accurate outside the numbers, intermediate or deep, 
he'd be unbeatable. I mean, because seriously, he does not go down on first hit. He's unbelievably fast, and he does enough in the passing game, obviously, to give them a chance. But if he just had that passing, that, that's the body type I'm talking about. You know, where if you're going to be a running quarterback who can throw a little, then be built like Lamar. Yeah, Lamar's and Lamar's still a little bit bigger, I think, than Josh Dobbs is. But Lamar, oh, Lamar's you know, massive. Yeah, he, he is. He's a big. He's not Josh Allen, massive yeah. and thick, but he's yeah, he's still big enough to absorb some some more of those hits. Yeah, you know, Dobbs has gotten better uh, over time. You know, looking back through his ten game resume, his biggest and best passing output has been more recently. Uh, he's thrown multiple touchdowns in three of the past five games and. The deep ball passing is actually pretty good. His passer rating on deep passes is 100, nice. which is great. That puts him in, like, the top half of the league on which, deep balls. Which, uh, not Hollywood Brown, but who's the Wilson he's throwing to, uh, Michael Mark? Wilson. Oh, yeah. Michael? Yeah, third-round draft pick. Who the, uh, oh, he's a rookie? Yeah, he's a rookie. Yeah, he's put up some good games. He has. He has. Wow, he's been uh, yep. in, in guillotine leagues. He's been a waiver-wire conundrum because, like, when he's there, you get him, and it's two catches for 18 yards, right, and right. now you're bored with him because you got to go get Deontay Johnson or Brandon <laughs> <Right>. Cooks, she <laughs> got pies or whatever, right. and then uh, Wilson is six for one thirty and one, and you go get him again, and yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, he he has functioning chop ability uh, for a team just just uh, the minute he puts on his cleats. So my hope with Dobbs is he can retain some of the downfield passing that Kirk Cousins gave you with the very lively arm that he had, yeah. and Jordan Addison, such a great downfield threat. You know, I, I want to keep some of the vertical in this offense. Yeah. If we do get to Josh Dobbs, yeah. you know, for Jaron Hall, I don't think is going to be that guy. Dobbs can be, and I See, think that's going to be one of the one of the things that'll be an advantage if he does end up under I, center. I want to say because I do believe it, but I mean, I don't. I, I just don't. It's not a a set. It's not an eight, eight point two, eight point seven out of ten. But I, you know, I I don't think I think Jaron Hall is going to play every game. Wow. I, I think Jaron is going to show enough. Well, well, here's the deal. They have the bye in a month, okay? So now with the bye, you know, the, the bye is after the Bears game. So you go at Atlanta, you got Nolens here, uh, then you go to Denver for Sunday night football, then the Bears here for Monday night football. So you get the bye. Well, the coaches get a little downtime too, and especially that late in the season. So there's that time. Then it's the self-scouting, the tear-down-your-own-bit, uh, tells, takes, talkers, tendencies, and tractor talk, tractor talkbacks. Yeah. So they, they figure all of that out. Then they get the plan ready for the final X amount of games. I'm just not sure because the backup quarterback does so little when it comes to schematically getting ready with what you're running during the course of practice, running the scout team. So Josh Dobbs or Sean Mannion, uh, uh, Dobbs maybe, is, is Heineke this week. And, you know, uh, Tristan Jackson over there is Drake London. Yeah. And, uh, and um, Nick Muse is Kyle Pitts, you know, with the, with the, the number eight. So it's just, it's, it's, he's, I'm sure he's going to study hard. You, you've laid it out where clearly it seems like he has a chance to become a scholar of the game. I shared this week um, where Grant Udinsky, the assistant uh, quarterbacks coach, you know, when I'm out there on Fridays to interview KOC, Jaron Hall and, and the assistant, assistant quarterbacks coach, they're out there for over it. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No Hour after Friday practice, everybody's yeah. leaving. They got their food containers to go. They're going to go home and chill, and then get ready to fly or or play on Sunday. And Jaron and Udinsky, A, do a ton of work without the football. Yeah. It's this, take the hands, put the hands here, spin this way, plant this way. All stuff he knows, but it's just you can tell they're making a quick twitch and, and, and muscle, muscle memory. Uh, so I would imagine Dobbs will now be that guy Fridays and other days, you know, just kind of going full throttle on the plan. But, um, yeah, I think um, for some reason I think Jaron Hall is going to play the rest of the game. All right, so... It, feel free to answer this however you want. And I, I might be wrong, of course. Yeah, we, we really don't know. But I love your optimism. Um, what do you want to see from Jaron Hall to make him the starter next week? What would, have, what would happen here in this game that would make you say, yep, you're our guy. Yeah. You're our guy against the Saints. Yeah. By the way, really good pass defense coming there, too. Um, you, you don't need 250 or 275 or more. Right. But you can't have a 160. Mm-hmm. All right. And the team's gotten the team's gotten good the last couple on third downs. The team has gotten good the last couple with time of possession. Yeah. So the things like like Addison down the field for 60 and change, that'd be great. Uh, but if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Um, and I'm not saying that they're not going to take deep shots because I believe they will. But first and foremost, with what you are doing increasingly well now, it can't go from a 10 to a 2. It, it, it can go from a 10 to a 6 or a 10 to a 5.5 in mm-hmm. the very first game. Yeah. But it's if you're constantly you know, behind the chains, as they say in the business, and it's you know second and 8 and third and 7, just avoid those moments and just stay as relaxed and poised in the pocket as I saw you were when you found Hawkinson to win the game against Green Bay. I mean, I, I, I think the kid's chill. I mean, I think the kid is very flatline, and that only will help. So those would be a couple. What about you? I think poise is one of the key things. I want to see a kid that looks like he's the moment's not too big for him. Yes. Um, that looks like a leader out there and can. And the key thing, I think, that gives Jaron Hall the start against the Saints is turnovers. If he can play turnover-free football, yeah. I might live with that 180-yard box score. Yeah. If you don't, if you didn't give the game away yep. uh, with with bad passes. Well, the, the, again, we have such a small sample size because we. I'm not going to go back to what he did at BYU in the middle of a National Football League season <laughs> where you don't even have the best player on offense. So there are things. Like, you know, uh, before the first game against Tampa Bay, there are things happening now that we could not have predicted right. at that time. Like Dalton Reisner starting the left guard. No, by the way, Ezra's not here. Why isn't Ezra here? Because Chris Reed is healthy, and they feel may, may feel every bit as good about Chris as they do Ezra at a cheaper price. Yep. Uh, then uh, the running game, impotent as it mostly has been. Cousins out, J.J. out. We couldn't predict any of that. So, like, it's, it's with how he handled himself uh, at Brigham Young. I mean, that's so starkly different than what, even what's coming at him this weekend. So yeah. really, we have preseason, you know, some things that, that I, I or we will see in training camp or practice, and then that Green Bay game. And, and you know, there, there, it's, there were a couple of stress-related plays, man, where I just feel he did the right thing. And, and the one was the play action where Akers ran to the left. Nobody bit on the play action. Jaron spins and heads to the right. 
Well, I can't remember the beef eater. I think it was one of those two rookies just up on him, just ran straight at the spot because yep. they weren't respecting the play action. Yep. Jaron uh, took a longer route farther into the end zone because he's fast enough to do that. If Kirk does that, it might be a safety. Right. And then he found Osborne for two. Okay, even little things like that are so key. Why? Because he kept his poise. He didn't freak out. And the freak-out factor will, will foil everybody at the wrong time, uh, specifically in the National Football League. And then there was another play, was backpedaling, and he threw off his back foot. It looked like he was doing the moonwalk from the end zone. <laughs> and he threw left, but he threw it into a spot where, A, it wouldn't be intentional grounding, yeah. or, B, nobody could get it in green and gold. So just those two in the sample size show poise. And that's, I mean, really, where else can you, can you hope to start? Yeah, uh, that's you know. So we'll. I want again. Want to believe it's he's gonna. They just built for the moment. He's gonna that he's the whole thing won't be too big for him. And yeah, don't let's not give the game away. And then let's go see what we got against the Saints. And that's and maybe with Justin Jefferson right uh, at your disposal against New yeah, Orleans. I'm not. I saw the report. I wouldn't bet that. Uh, mm -hmm. But nevertheless, I wouldn't bet a lot against him. Uh, Nine to noon continues around the corner. Uh, we have the cash thing coming up. Don't forget tra tractor talkbacks free iHeartRadio app. Uh, those of you. Working in, a, uh, working in a tractor, leave a message, and um, a message of any sort. Could be about Vikings football, what you're doing during the course of the day, or what you're going to do over the weekend. And um, and Monday Night Football tickets uh, will be housed at the end of the radio show. Uh, and around the corner, more football conversation following Nordo and the cash thing and the pitten piece on KFAN. Hell yeah, the fan and two men in a junk truck. They want to give you a shot to put a grand in your hand with the National Cash Contest. Go to KFAN.com, enter the keyword bank, and you might bank $1,000. Go to KFAN.com, enter the keyword bank. Here's Patton. Time now for the Vikings Report. And presented by the Minnesota Lottery. Play the new Vikings Scratch Game for a chance to win up to $100,000. Vikings assistant coach Mike Patton joins PA after this. Lottery, I'm in. Coach Patton, what uh, what do you like about K.J. Osborne's game? And, and he seems willing to mix it up in the run game. Yeah, I think anytime you, you play in the shadow of a, of a Justin Jefferson, it's, it's easy to get overlooked. Uh, and I think a lot of people have, have realized what, what a quality receiver KJ is. You know, he, he works hard to get open. Uh, you know, he's, he's very studious, has a good understanding of what defenses are trying to do to him. Uh, and he's shown that he has, has big play capability. Uh, and in, in regards to the blocking part, I mean, if you want success running the football, that you know the wideouts have to be an integral part of, of the run game. And I know that's a big point of pride in uh, in Keenan McCardell's room, and and, and particularly with uh, with KJ. Who uh, who uh, just as an aside, who are some of the best run blocking receivers you've seen through your 22 years coaching in the NFL? Because I have an opinion. Well, I've seen some good ones over that time. You know, in the league currently, uh, St. Brown in Detroit, mm. Robert Woods, I think, has been known for a long time uh, as a oh, quality wow. blocker. Alan Lazard is is someone I had you know front seat uh, view to to uh, him. Uh, you know, looking back, Larry Fitzgerald has, mm. has always been known for his physicality. But for me, by far, uh -oh. and I'm sure a lot of other people. Heinz Ward. Oh, sti wow. Sticks out. Uh, you got two of my three. Ab above everybody else. I, mean, I was in Baltimore for seven years. I mean, we had some <laughs> classic heavyweight fights with the Steelers, and he was at the center of every one. So the ultimate antagonist, you know, could get, get, get underneath everybody's skin, and it was something he obviously 
took great pride in. I mean, he was always smiling about it, and you know, he'd be, he'd make a great hockey instigator. I, <laughs> I I know that, but he's a classic example of somebody. If he's on your team, you absolutely love him. Yeah, and if he's not on your team, you absolutely despise him. Yeah, I might be able to beat Angelico at all time Baltimore Orioles. You know, outside Lambeau Field after a victory. But beating you in the history of the best run-blocking receivers, I mean, uh, the the only one that I had that you didn't mention, Anquan Bolden. Anquan Bolden, nasty in the run game. All right, lastly for Friday, then back to the feast, Buffalo Wild Wings, Elk River. Even though Cousins won't be playing, um, how can he help whomever the quarterbacks are moving forward? Well, Kirk has, has such a high football IQ. I mean, he's essentially been an extension of of KO, you know, coach on the field in, in a lot of aspects. So he'll, he'll be a tremendous resource in the quarterback room. I mean, he's always been a preparation junkie, which which is contagious to the rest of the room. I mean, they essentially, ha- you know, have to do it. So knowing him, you know, he'll do everything he can to, to help our offense be successful. Touchdown! Know, sh- Untouched! I mean, pick your poison yep. with that defense. To noon. This is a great setup, Bob. Mmm, good stuff. Just listen. Personal foul. Clipping. Second half of the 9 to noon radio show from Buffalo Wild Wings, Elk River. Hey, man, this is. Hey! Hey! This is a very lively, festive bunch today, and for that we thank you. I mean, this is a happy, happy it bunch. Is. Here. Oh God, Holy it is rocking. Cow. You bet. Let's see if they're still in tune. Hold on. Hey, in the back room, are you still there? There they are. All right. Around the corner, though. Oh, that's pretty sweet, man. Thank you very much for coming out. Uh, we do greatly appreciate it. And um, the uh, Friday football feast rolls on up to um, 11 o'clock, where Gabe Henderson from uh, Vikings.com will join us to uh, give us uh, his thoughts on uh, the Vikings and the Atlanta Falcons and new quarterbacks and Jaron Hall and things like that. And um, just exactly what we're getting into for the final nine games of the season with Jefferson on the horizon, this quarterback at quarterback for now uh, Dalton Reisner, the left guard for the rest of the season, yeah. unless he gets hurt. And a defense where they're just, the, the more I watch it, man, and I'm sure I've seen it before, but I've just never really paid attention to it. They, they, they just do so many unconventional things at certain mm-hmm. times of games that, I, you know, it's working. And I, who am I to say it's not going to work the rest of the year? But here's what I mean. When I say unconventional, I don't mean like, well, wow, you knew they were going to run and you stopped it with three in the box. How did you do that? What I mean is, like, like some, just take, you know, when you're watching games back or when you're watching them live, it, 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 because you've got to follow the ball and, and root for, root for um, this, uh, Ryan Matthews and um, Damian Pierce and <laughs> Rob Gronkowski. To, <laughs> you're playing back my greatest hits. To, Thanks, take, to take off and, uh, and have big games. So yeah. I, I get that. That's the fantasy bent in my dear friend. But... Just take a look at the defensive line for the Minnesota Vikings right before the snap. And just what changes with one guy down on the right side, three-point stance, he's never been there. Yeah. Daniil standing up in the middle, then he floats over to the left, and Harrison's 20 yards from the line of scrimmage, and he goes full throttle sprint up to the line, then like stops. There are, it, there's just so much window dressing. Yeah. And... 
Well, hello there, ladies. Holy cow. You're just right up on the announcer, aren't you? Um, it's okay. The um, uh, So there's so much window dressing and just so, so much subterfuge. Yeah. But there are two things that I saw in, in the game against the Packers that I just hadn't really noticed during the course of the season. Uh, Patrick Jones, as it turns out, I, I hear does this a lot. So like, you know, in um, uh, copyright Diego, the Pitton piece, or, uh, or, or Mike Pettin, the assistant head coach, you know, when, when I talk to him about Patrick Jones, who has zero sacks, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll say, and it can be cliche, you know, where they're trying to protect people. And they're likely, you know, he impacts the game in ways that... Uh, sure, aren't boxed for ways. Yeah. Ways, right. He's not lying. Uh, because I've, I've heard it enough times now, and now I've seen it enough times. We're like, in that Packers game, man. So Patrick Jones is mugging the A-gap, okay? And then he moves over to the right a little bit, and he's down, okay? He's down three. Then he goes three-point stance. Then he stands up. Okay, Harrison Phillips moves from, I don't know what technique shade it would be, but he, he, he's to the left and he moves like between the right guard and the center. There's the snap. Okay, now Jordan loves looking at all this. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I mean, I did, yeah, I, I can't say I've seen that one before. Okay, <laughs> ready! And then he takes the snap. And um, Patrick Jones takes two steps and fakes like he's busting ass into the backfield. Stops, runs to his left, into Harrison Phillips' guy purposely, and Phillips loops around and forces Love to throw it early. Not the first in the history of the game to do that. I understand it. I just haven't seen it a lot. Uh, when there are basically just two players and nobody around them because yeah. other guys are doing different things. So I'm like, that's cool. Um, late in the game. So you're Jordan Love, and you break the huddle. You're down by 14. You're trying to make a run here. Get out of the huddle, and before you're like, you're, you're like, 55? Who are you? It's Andre Carter. <laughs> Undrafted from Army. Hadn't, hadn't played a second wow. the entire game. We have him blitzing three plays in a row with the game, like late in the game. Yeah. And nobody was hurt. So you're like the quarterback, you're Purdy, you're Love, you're, you're Fields, you're Bajant, you're whomever. Things like that are developing where... You know, as as um, as as Petten and I discussed the other day, uh, recording the piece, the Pitten piece, is that that really is the beauty of what you can do when everybody is on the same page with yeah. the tricks. Yeah, you got to be on the same page with the tricks before you can get the treats. And like <laughs> I've seen Harrison sprint up to the line of scrimmage, so uh, Smith, so many times, and just stop, and then like lurk <laughs> and just like well there's a tight end coming there and he knows it so he's gonna stop and he's gonna lurk and just take away the area it's, just, it's the most unconventional defense that i have ever been next to in all my years well and that's saying a lot when we had mike zimmer here for whatever nine years how, how long yeah. eight years yeah and what zimmer's else? one of the great defensive coaches yes. in the history of the nfl for sure but that was predicated so much on the mugging of the a gap and whether kendricks mm -hmm. and or bar are coming or not and then Harrison, you know, he may, uh, Smith may come like once every two years, but it's an effective time. Zimmer's a lead of what he does, but this is an amoeba, man. I mean, this is a 3-4 hybrid with floaters. It's, what the hell is this? It's, what it is, is unpredictable, Paul. And, you know, coming from Ed Donatel, where we looked at, it, it you know, the pre-snap look was virtually identical every play. This is so much fun to watch. Play in and play out. Because you pre-snap, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. And if you're Brian, Brian Flores, who wants to bring this, what a treat to have Harrison Smith at your disposal. Oh, yeah. And Jordan Hicks. Well, great yeah. point. Yeah, and those Jordan two. You're, you're so right. And I've been told that multiple times, not for a while. But you're so right. Those two 
they like got the bid within the first week and a half of OTAs. So now they get the bid and the bid begets, begets the bit. So they can teach it and then somebody else teaches it to others, you know, because it's, it's very, it's like, it's another thing is, is the unpredictability of it is Andrew Booth Jr. Is playing okay. Ain't you know we're we're not talking Deion Sanders here, but yeah. we're also not talking Waswas or Wonga. So, it, it, so now under the cover of darkness into the Packers game. What? I mean Jordan's like, yeah, Makai. Makai right? is that you? Yeah. Makai, how you been? Oh wait, you're gonna play the entire game. So now he's like looking at five, waiting for him to come out. He's not coming out. I'll never forget when Andre Carter, 55, came in. And Love got to the line of scrimmage, and he's looking around before the ready, and he looks at 55 and, like, stares. It had just, just like two, three seconds, and that's what you need to get the quarterback a little bit off. He just looked at him one time, and it had to have been, who are you? Where where'd this number come from? Holy cow, you know? Uh, if you, you want an example? When I try to figure out how the slot receiver is going to do against the Vikings, I don't have to sweat it really this week, but um, trying to figure out who's going to have a slot assignment, it's it's baffling because you oh, can't, really? you can't know. Yeah. Sometimes it's going to be they're going to roll Byron Murphy in. Wow. Other times it's going to be Josh Metellus. Okay, so into the season, into the season it was we were like and we chatted it out, man, and we saw it in training camp or practice. All right, we're going to go base. We're going to have Byron Murphy over here. Yeah. And then uh, a Caleb Evans over here. Then Blackman's going to come in. Murphy's going to go inside right. and, and run the inside a majority of the time. That's not the case? It hasn't been the case. Wow. They've been super creative and using lots of different ways to, to, to pick up slot receivers. And it's really just indicative of the defense as a whole. You, you know, opposing teams can't scheme for any one particular look. Because Brian Flores is changing all the time. Right. The unpredictability. Right. And it creates all kinds of pandemonium for the, the opposing offense. And, man, is that refreshing. It's just, it's so much fun to watch. It's oh. the Friday football feast at Buffalo Wild Wings Elk River. Speaking of Elk River and uh, the Elks, uh, good luck against Andover in the 5A section championship. I mean, seriously, best of luck to uh, Joel. We've got some parents of uh, some of the players in here, so covenant claps for all of you for getting uh, even this far, and good luck against a very good Andover team, at least that's what I've heard uh, weeks ago. Uh, the feast continues around the corner at FM 100.3. AFAN, the fan. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Dan from Morgan. Just trying to finish up some tillage today before the weekend. Got family coming in from, for deer camp from South Dakota, Nebraska, Texas, New York, Minnesota. We're going to party, fill the freezer, and cheer on the Vikings. Super excited about Jaron. I think he's going to take us all the way. Go Vikings. APA Church. Just sitting in here in my S690 combine. Uh, picking corn, we're hauling it to the ethanol plant, Lake Crystal, Minnesota. Um, been putting in 16, 18, 20 hour days just to get the corn out of the field. 
maybe be done by Sunday and we'll be able to watch Jaron Hall get the get his first win as a Viking. Skull Vikes. Scrub the floors for me and you best believe she'll gets a fit. Tractor talkbacks and thanks for, uh, for fielding those, Nordo. And uh, thanks for everybody uh, not only leaving them at the free iHeartRadio app today, but uh, during the course of the week. A football feast at Buffalo Wild Wings Elk River awaiting the arrival of main man G, Gabe Henderson, who will be here shortly. Uh, as I'm walking through the crowd and talking to all the people that have come out to the feast, the question I keep getting, Paul, over and over and over again is, what does this mean for the future of Kirk Cousins? And is, is Kirk Cousins more or less likely to remain a Viking, given the current situation? And where, is the, where are the motivations for this team as well? And um, I, I, what I hear a lot of people almost universally seem to want Kirk Cousins to come back. They don't want that to have been as the last play of his Viking career. Um, and to get that done, it seems like you're going to have Kirk's got one big contract left in him at age 37. He's got one big deal left. Kirk's not signing for one year. He's not signing for two years. He wants to get his last big deal. It needs to be three or four years, and he's going to be highly compensated. That makes it a little bit tricky for a team that needs to re-sign Justin Jefferson, Daniil Hunter, Christian Derisaw, all coming with big, big contracts because they're very good players. Right. Of course, you want big players. You want to have the opportunity to pay your best players mm -hmm. big money because they're great. Um, but it, it, makes it, it makes it a little more complicated. Vikings are probably heading to somewhere around pick 20 of the draft. We don't know. There's still obviously a lot of time to hold second half of the season. That doesn't put you in a position to go get a sure thing quarterback. So I think the likelihood is Kirk does come back. I want to believe he's going to come back. I don't want that to be the last play of his Vikings career. It's him limping off the field and yeah. clapping on the sidelines. I want. I would like to have another run with Kirk because we really have seen, Paul, in these last month of play, we've finally seen what can happen when the whole thing comes uh, together. How good was he playing? I mean, from Ch Chicago, well, we had the pick six. Um, uh, at Carolina, you know, and then, then things got gradually better. At Chicago, he made some some key plays later in the game, but I thought he was way, 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 way too conservative in the first game uh, without Jefferson, but that's okay. They got the money. Maybe that was the approach of knowing what it, it might would have been. Yeah, yep. it'd be like, the only way we can lose is if, is we, if, give the game if we go minus five. <laughs> right. We can go minus four and probably win by one. <laughs> Let's just not go minus five. Yeah. But then, from the 49ers game, through some of those passes to Jordan Addison, in the Green Bay Packers game. Mm -hmm. I mean, our guy was on fire. Really was. So when it comes to Achilles recovery, any, I mean, I, I, well, like yeah, we followed this pretty closely, right? So uh, Cam Akers reset the ex the expectation has typically been a year um, or so, a little less than a year to get really back to full mobility. Yeah. Um, now, as a quarterback, you don't really need the full mobility, and that wasn't his game anyway. So really, ought to be ready by next next training camp, uh, yeah. almost certainly. Uh, but Cam Akers reset the whole thing when he had his, that he blew out his uh, his Achilles in I think late August and then came back and played at the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. And, and so that, you know, that turned the whole timetable on. But he had had a different procedure than the traditional one that had been done. Now Aaron Rodgers is trying to reset even that. You know, they're talking about Aaron Rodgers coming back in December from his week one Achilles. Mm -hmm. Now, he also had this new procedure. What we don't know is 
whether the orthopedic surgeon from TCO who worked on worked on Kirk gave him the traditional Achilles or this newfangled Achilles yeah. that seems to let guys come back way faster. Don't know that yet. But Aaron Rodgers, it's all been every every report we've had is way ahead of schedule. This year is a possibility for him to come back. That could actually end up happening, and I, and we know that Aaron Rodgers called Kirk, right? And which was super cool, by the way, that Aaron reached out to Kirk. I assume Rodgers talked about the procedure that he's had, his recovery so far, where yeah. he is. Rodgers is doing light practice. I mean, you know, there's really no, why not practice? Yeah. But, you know, he's doing. He's out there bouncing doing, around, throwing right. it a little bit. Yeah. So on the know, Achilles, on the Achilles. So, I mean, he's already the timetable's really fast on Rodgers. Yeah. So, I'd love to know, and nobody said yet. Then it's HIPAA. We can't, you know, we can't ask, I yeah. guess. What kind of procedure did Kirk have? Right. Did he have the same one Rodgers had, or did he have the old school fangled one yeah. that we know takes about a year? I'd love to find out. But the reality is at this stage of the season, Kirk's not coming back this year, no matter mm-hmm. how far the Vikings go in the playoffs. Yeah. It'll be next year, and he should be ready to go at the start of the season. Why are you quasi or low key negative on the Ezra Cleveland trade? Because of the equity. I really feel like, you know, Ezra is a, a he is a quality he's, he's an NFL starter grade guard. Right. It, the league is so bereft of offensive line talent. Yeah. It felt like you could have got more. And at some point, it's just worth having the guy on roster in case Dalton Reisner, you know, yeah. if he gets hurt, I would I, for the sixth round pick that we got, mm-hmm. I would have rather had him for depth. You know, in a they pit. have they have Chris Reed who they like. I mean, he just came back from injury. Just came back, and you know, I'm not going to pretend to be Dante Scarnecchia here or Alex Gibbs or Bill Callahan like elite offensive line minds, but they've always liked Chris at guard. And you know, Ezra set to become a free agent. So right. Ezra, you know, the it, it's so much of what Quasi Adolfo Mens is doing involves finding money in the offseason to have some free agency money and some pay Darisaw, pay Jefferson, pay whomever money. And yeah. I think as of now, they're around 50, 49, something like that, which is pretty good. And, um, and you talking about a million under the cap? Yes. Yeah. And and to fortify the covenant in a way where, and, and I'm certainly you know not saying this is exactly how it's been over the years, but I mean, you know, it's there, there would be you, the windows, the cliched windows, yeah. it's where where I don't think he necessarily wants to deal with the window. Uh, he just kind of, you know, wants that window to stay open. And instead of having blinds that don't move and you don't get the cool breeze, yeah, yeah. Well, he wants drapes. Yeah. So, therefore, occasionally it's, oh, that feels great. Wow. Oh, holy cow. It's raining outside. i got to close the window. So, uh, awful analogy. But you understand what I'm saying is have money in the off season, Have money to pay yours. Get younger. And um, I can't say Reed, you know, plays into that with the getting younger part, but absolutely with the money part. And then they, they like Chris Reed. Yeah. The the difference to me between Chris Reed and Ezra Cleveland is Cleveland started, I don't yeah. know, whatever, you know, 50 straight games. No he doubt. He just knows everything he needs to do. No doubt. He's got all the synchronicity with all the other players on the line. Yeah. And clearly, you're 100% right that Quasi knew we weren't going to sign Reed, Ezra Cleveland. Or right. they never would have made this deal. Yeah. Um, so they knew that going in. And I, I'm sure that was a huge part of it, Paul. Uh, but I just would have liked, I, I don't know, I'm still optimistic about this season. But I still what, want this what, season to go well. If you're going to trade Ezra because you know you're not going to pay him, and you yeah. get a, what was it, a sixth? Or sixth. A, what, what, what more do you possibly think you can get? Well, for a starting grade guard, I thought they could have got, mm. I'm not talking a first, second, third yeah. round. And he's coming off injury and hasn't played in like three weeks. Right. But he is healthy right now. Yeah. He could go start a game okay. right now. Yeah. And I don't know. I just think 
I, I think there's some. I understand what the you're opportunity, saying. If Dalton Reiser goes down next game, yeah. we're going to wish he was here. And, you know, God forbid he does. But, yeah, I, I just would have liked to have had the flexibility. And, by the way, the position flexibility that Ezra gives you, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that's Paul Charchian, and I'm Paul Allen. Uh, you are listening to the Friday Football at Buffalo Wild Wings Elk River, and it's quite festive. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.